There was no delay on my side. That is your internet. It usually is. That's <laughs> stupid. That's all good. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. Okay. We are here. We're doing the thing. Huh? We did make it. Welcome to Wines and Dolls. You made it. Made it. I got a new setup. You sure as hell do. Thanks yes. to our patrons. Handy dandy patrons. As you rub your face. Oh, are you put you now you started putting your makeup on as soon as we started recording? Yes. Oh my god. That's okay. I'm about to eat egg roll or spring rolls while we're recording. <laughs> 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 it made good time for everyone. Everyone just shut off the music or shut off the podcast because they're like, it's gonna be a weird sounded one. Yeah, I'm a little con you're a little what? Oh, we did it again. Shit. Chelsea's having an existential crisis with the new mixer. I should have set it up or we could have, we should have like uh, tested it when my you were garage, here. My garage band is stopped again. All right. Hey, welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where we talk about musicals. And allegedly get drunk. And sometimes, sometimes we get drunk, but not, uh, not today. No, maybe if we did drink, then the, the interface would actually work. Maybe. That would be cool. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. We what tried. That? What was that time stamp? 15 something? 1540. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Two. Yeah. Cool. We're having some technical difficulties with my brand new toy that Emily got for me. Thanks, Emily. You're welcome. Well, that the patrons, the patrons got for the patrons got for 15 minutes and 40 seconds. Two attempts. Yes. And me getting my um, delivery. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I am drinking out of my Santa cup today, even <laughs> though it's, well, I mean, we, you know, we're still in the season of Christmas <laughs> in February. So, uh, I mean, we I did. We we did just release Christmas Carol. We sure did. Mm -hmm. um, so my cup says, "Dear Santa, I can explain." My mom got it for me. Mm. Um, and I've got some cold brew in here. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, some store bought cold brew. It's actually quite nice. It says it's like lightly sweetened. I forget the name of the cold brew, but it's actually really good. Um, don't hate it, but I can't drink right now because I have another party later on tonight. I'm going to be a princess. So if you're a Patreon member, while Emily goes through the, the stuff today, and I will be responding, of course, um, I will also be putting on makeup. So I can get ready. I need to be Princess Belle. By seven. Well, by six, because I have to drive. Mm. Give myself time to get there and get into the, the massive hoop skirt. Meanwhile, I I, you huh? can't drive in the hoops, hoop skirt. Meanwhile, I'm going to be getting ready for ghost tour when we get off the call. Hey, hey, dear, hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. Dear Emily, what are you drinking? Dear Chelsea, 
None your business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, what's um, in that? That sounds like a great drink. I think, I think it is actually a drink. Um, I ordered Fubin off of Uber Eats because I was going to order Trinity, but then I saw Fubin had a BOGO, not only on my favorite spring rolls, but also on the Vietnamese coffee. This and is I, not a Fubin ad, but if you wanted to sponsor us, I mean, we would be okay with free food. Yeah, I love Fubin. Um, so we still need, we're still working off of Trinity, though. Um, I don't drink Vietnamese coffee very often. I forget how sweet it is, but I got two. So, woo! I'll oh, probably put one in the fridge. Oh, my God. amazing. I mean, I'm not going to drink them both today. Do it. Double fist. That's a lot double of sugar fist, is the problem. <laughs> I'm like, Did I ever tell you about the first time I had Vietnamese coffee? I'm sure you have, but I don't remember. Okay. So it was a long time ago. And I was meeting my ex for, for Vietnamese food and I sat down and I was waiting for him because he was running late from something. And I like, I just ordered a coffee because I was feeling kind of low and I didn't know what was, but I got to hold on a second. It's doing the thing it's again. Switching. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm back. Hi. Can you hear me? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid. This is stupid. Anyway. So I sat down and I was waiting for him for like 20 minutes. My drink comes out. I I just like down it. It was so good. I was like, oh, this is sweet. I love it. Yeah, I don't like coffee. This is great. And I downed it in like five minutes. And then he walks in and I'm like literally moving like jittery and I'm like tapping on my legs. I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? I feel great right now. I feel so good. And I was like jittery for the rest of the day and I couldn't breathe. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, it was was really great. That sounds about right. I, that's one of the reasons I don't really drink it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I have like one every six months, maybe. Yeah. It's just very syrupy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about? Hmm. When does this episode come out? Thursday. This coming Thursday? Yeah. No, I'm not going to whine about that yet. I'll whine about that on the next episode. I am whining about... um, I guess it's a sparkling wine. I'm going to I'm going to make it a sparkling wine about all of the gigs that I have this month. There's a lot of princess gigs. Can It's it keeps switching. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. It's a good thing you're covering this today. I guess I'll have to get a new thingamabobber, you know, whatever. It's being stupid. Um anyway, I am going to have a sparkling wine about all the gigs that I have today. I'm really excited about them. Um, I came from a Minnie Mouse gig earlier today where I was Minnie Mouse and I had like the whole head on. I was Minnie Mouse. Well, so with those kinds of parties, you have a party lead who does all of the the games um, and the magic tricks and the singing and the dancing. So Kara was the party lead. I was Minnie Mouse and her husband was Mickey Mouse. And it was for this, this HOA out in full sure. But we had a really, really great time. It was my first time doing one of those character things. Um, and I had a, I had a good time. Uh, James has done Easter Bunny before, and I know I've done like a Ghostbuster ghost before, <laughs> but that was, it wasn't really the same. That one I almost passed out in because we were outdoors during COVID and people were spraying um, silly string in my face and I literally almost passed out. But the Minnie Mouse one was great. I just like, you know, danced around and talked like this all morning it was wonderful and then i'm gonna be bell this afternoon and then tomorrow i'm tinkerbell 
And then next week I've got some, some other gigs that are going to be super fun. So I just have a, a bunch of fun princess gigs coming up that I'm excited about. Hey, I have one bite left. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I hate it when you eat while we're recording, but you can't help it. They didn't give it to you in time. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You also, you always blame me for talking. You talk a lot too. I'm, I timed that pretty well. <laughs> I really did. I was like, is she going to go in the story about the, uh, about what's his face? The, the ghost buster ghost. I am. I did. I did it. And you did. <laughs> Correct. All right. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? Um, I've been thinking about this wine since uh-huh. Wednesday and th- Wednesday night. How oh much gosh. of the Christmas Carol part two was such a bitch to edit. <laughs> yeah. okay, it's okay, not, your, quote, fault. It's not quote, your fault. It's not your fault. You can't. It's not your fault. I was like, are you sure you want to edit the whole thing? Oh my God. Yeah, I have time. I have time. Just let me do it. I just want to do the whole thing. I didn't say I had time. I said I could yeah, just you- do it. Okay, my turn. Yep. So <laughs> what was happening was I asked Chelsea if she could cut up my song on like Sunday because I had time on Sunday night. And Chelsea goes, why don't you just cut the music and I will, I'll, I'll cut it Monday during lunch into the songs. Because I well, had three gigs on Sunday. I know, which is fine. And so usually how when editing happens... I listen to the intro to the song and then right after, so I know what part of the song to put in. So I was like, no, I can do it. But Chelsea's like, well, just download the song. So I did. I went and I got all the songs ready to put in. And then on Monday, she goes, oh, I didn't get it done. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll just edit it. That's fine. I've done it before where now all the songs are downloaded, which is really one of the harder parts. So come Wednesday, I start to cut it up. Well, I guess I started cutting up on Tuesday. I cut the front half of it before we get into the songs. Because we had Paul Hope on Monday and I... Yeah. So I on Tuesday... No. Yeah. Oh, well, and I started... Cut, so I started putting... I, I cut the front half, like the whining, the drinking, put in all the folly. The next day, I realized all the songs were videos for some reason. So I had to go and do that again. And then... Chelsea's introducing songs that don't match the titles of the songs I have. And I knew that there was a second version, but I didn't realize because there's only one cast recording. And usually use the West End or Broadway cast recording. Turns out the show that was produced as a film is the show that Chelsea was covering because they changed the libretto like to match or like I guess the movie was the change and then now the new librettos are the film I didn't necessarily say that when I was recording but I did say like this song was called happy fat and jolly but now it's called this and then you commented on it and like it's in the episode, you commented like they couldn't say fat, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, right. But that's- then I like sometimes when they change the name and they just change some of the lyrics, and I personally like the like the old ones, right? But then we get to like the end, and it's what Christmas all the time and Streets of London or something like that, and those songs don't exist at all in the original version. They're different songs. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was just a confusing one. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with like 
what you did and didn't do and what I did or didn't do. It's just the context of that episode was was dumb, <laughs> I guess. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe I, it. It was just kind was, of like... Well, and I wasn't going by the movie or the original Broadway. Right. I was going by what we did when I music right. directed it. What's you were going in by the, the libretto. Yeah. What's, what's in the actual score that you can get right now. So... Which I wasn't, no, I'm like, that's, I just, I don't think it was ever, it was one of those things where it was just difficult. It was difficult because, and it, and none of, neither one of us would have known it was going to be difficult until we were in the middle of it. And Chelsea's putting shit on her face. That will help with the wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chelsea. I mean, hey. I'm like, I'm moving it along. Hey, Chelsea. Um, Hi. What okay. are we talking about today? Honestly, I forgot until you asked me a question last night and it was just out of context. James saw the question and he was like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. She's covering Ghost, the musical. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you were like, what was the question? It was like, Carl killed Sam, right? Wait, 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 no, 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 I don't, wait, never mind. I don't want to give it away because I don't want to, like, spoil it for anybody. It was just a question. Anyway, you asked me the question, Carl, Sam, right? And we didn't, and you never answered, and we don't have to give the answer. I did answer. I did. I don't remember what you answered, or I figured it out. I said, in the movie, he hires somebody. Well, I don't know about the Shh, Chelsea. I said I don't know about the musical. Okay, well that's anyway. We're covering Ghost the Musical. Ghost the Musical, yes, and I'm like the, and it follows very closely to the film. Oh, good. <laughs> Ghost the Musical with the late. Well, I guess he wasn't in it. Ghost the movie with the late great Patrick Swayze. Yes, that mm. one. Ghost mm. is a musical with book and lyrics by Bruce Joel Rubin, who just happens to be the one who wrote the screenplay too. So you, you might recognize some of his other screenplays that were produced, including Stuart Little 2 in 2002, Wait, My Life what? in 1993, and Time Traveler's Wife in 2009. There are two Time Traveler movies that came out at the same time, and I don't remember which one I like. I think it was Time, time Traveler's Wife, and then I think it was Benjamin Button. No, Benjamin Button's totally different. There was another like Time one with a lady. Maybe it was about time. You can't ask these questions and then look uh, them up on Google. And then not look them up. So I'm not gonna look them up. Oh my gosh. Time I think, it was about, I think it's about time. Anyway, whatever. That's why I was like, I'm pretty sure it's it's uh Benjamin Button movies about time. No, we have to answer. I do not do open ended answer. <laughs> Benjamin Button is not about Benjamin Button's not about time. Oh, frequently asked questions about time travel it came out in two thousand nine. And oh, time, time Traveler's Wife is the one about the woman. Yeah, and I don't like that one. But you it's liked... About, about Time. Oh, there's also Just about. In Time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. It's About Time, and then Time Traveler's Wife has Rachel, what's her butt? Rachel McAdams. McAdams in both of those roles. That's what I was thinking about. I like About Time much better than I like Time Traveler's Wife. But that's the guy who wrote that screenplay. <laughs> Well, there's also Best of Times. I don't there's know that one. four films that came out in 2009. I don't know her. Time in the, in the title. Okay, that was 
uneventful. So music and lyrics by Dave Stewart and Glenn Ballard. I feel like if you have the name Ballard, you're either going to become a duck hunter or you're going to become a musician. A duck. I'm going to go with he's going to be a duck. It's like Mallard or Ballad. Okay, so Dave Stewart. He also wrote, wait for it, Barbarella the Musical. I don't know what that is. But exactly. It's based after the 1968 Barbarella? film, Barbarella. Oh, not God. the dance club. Cover it. Can we cover it? <laughs> we'll have to at some point. It premiered in Vienna in 2004. He's also part of the Mick Jagger's group Super Heavy that formed in 2011. And get this, also in 2011, Dave uh-huh. Stewart worked for former South Africa President Nelsa, Nelson, Nelson Mandela. Mandela? Yes. <gasps> That's badass okay what did he do what did he do so he um helped write a song or he was helping him write a song that pretty much launched his campaign to fight against hiv and aids in south africa he did this with like paul mccartney but if you've never heard of nelson mandela of course you're probably a gen xer well here's my whole thing about nelson mandela he's the origin and the namesake of the mandela effect where you I bl- what? Oh yes, I do yeah. know that. Because I Sorry. knew it had something to do with him. Some people say he didn't he they don't know that he's dead and some people are like no he is he's alive. No, it, it's like No, that. no, you're you're almost there. It's uh people believe that he died in the 1980s in prison. He actually is dead now in 2013. Yes, not, not a, yeah, not in the 19 but what was it? You said 1930s? 1980s. He he they 80s. thought they died. Yeah. So the Mandela effect, let me just explain it really quick because now I'm like, okay. I'm excited. Um, So the Mandela effect is pretty much you kind of have a constructive memory about something of your youth that coming like later you find out is not correct. Um, For example, here's some like main examples. You probably heard of the Berenstain Bears. Where is it Berenstain or Berenstain? For me, it's Berenstain. And stain E I N, um, but it's actually Baron Stain, S T A I N. Well, I Which was one? like, no, it's Baron Steen. Then you're from the same universe as me. Yeah, but then there's also this is the one that I blows my brain, but I had nothing to do about it. Uh, one of the well-known examples is the collective memory of a movie called Shazam with Sinbad. <gasps> Yes, and I remember the poster. I never saw the movie, but I remember the goddamn poster. And in my brain, I feel like I have found, seen the poster, but mine that like really messes me up is the picture of the Thunderbird that doesn't exist. Wait, what? Apparently, have you ever heard of the Thunderbird? Uh-uh. It's a cryptid. It's like just a giant bird. And um, in Florida, there's like a resort called the Thunderbird. There, Everyone has this collective memory of a picture of the Thunderbird um, huh. with, with I'm not going to fully describe it, but, uh, you know, I will. If you are thinking of a picture of the Thunderbird, think of, it, think of the picture right now in your brain that you think you saw. Is it, is it the, No, it's like just a big fat bird. It's a big bird. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a dragon. It looks like a dragon. Okay. Um, but the picture is black and white, and there's a big, like, flying dragon. And four mm-hmm. men standing in front of it. That's the picture I see. So, okay. That's I Mandela. Seen, I don't think I've ever seen that picture. 
Yeah, James and I love to talk about the Mandela effect and like there's like little cracks in the universe and like Hmm. we've split off and like parallel universes because of the what is that collider thingy we talked about this a couple of months ago. The the hydro Yeah, it's not hydrogen. It's like a hydro something. Right. Do you remember talking about that though? We were like that's what creates or what the theory is, is that creates these different parallel universes where we're like merging into different versions of ourselves. And so like the Mandela effect is, is a, um, like a product of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I literally just closed that tab on my computer from when you last mentioned it. It's super, it's such a cool theory. And yeah, the whole Berenstein bears thing, crazy, just insane. Anyway, um, so we're talking about ghosts today. I've already started on the background. <laughs> I know. We just like got off on Mandela effect. I'm like, where are you? Did you just join me? I think I'm just joining you. Okay. okay I'm going to um, go back to makeup. Okay, have I'm going to go back to ghost. Yeah. So music and lyrics by Dave Stewart. That's how we got into the Mandela effect because he worked with the, the South African president who died in 2013 and ni- in the 80s in prison. And then we have Glenn Ballard. And he's a producer most famously uh, known for working with Michael Jackson and collabed with him, specifically with a Thriller album. (gasps) But he also produced with Miley Cyrus for the Hannah Montana film. I I think it was Hannah Montana too. I can't actually remember. And Adina Menzel for her single album. And he is working with Alex Silvestri to rescore some of the songs for Back to the Future, the musical. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see that. I know. I can't I I don't think it has opened yet or if it has, it's in previews. It it has opened and I think Holland went to see it. I thought she went to No, she went to see it in the West End. That one's already coming on. She went to, she went to London? Yeah, she was in London when she saw that. Oh, I thought I thought she was in Vegas. This might be our problem with like the Mandela effect. I'm 99% sure she was in London. I don't know. I also am old and in I'm remembering things incorrectly. <laughs> okay, moving on, though. It is based on the 1990 romantic fantasy thriller film. Those are three genres. They really did it for the, of the same name. And the musical had its world premiere um, at the Manchester Opera House in Manchester in March 2011. A lot happened in 2011 for, uh, for Dave Stewart. Um, so Ghost began its run, the West, Stand- West End in summer 2011 and then it uh transferred to broadway in april 2012 and then it toured the uk in 2013 and then the london production eventually closed in 2012 so it only really ran for just over a year so let's talk about those productions on on its road to broadway the musical had premiered i had the world premiere tryout at the manchester opera house and the performances began the 28th of March in 2011, and it ran through May 14th, 2011. It was directed by Tony Award-winning director Matthew Warchus, who will also direct it on Broadway. Um, and set and costume designs uh, were by Rob Howell, choreography by Ashley Wallen, music supervision and arrangements by Christopher Nightingale, again, has to be a musician, uh, illusions by Paul Thank Kiev. You. What? Nightingale. Was the musician's yeah. name. Lighting Such- by Hugh Vanstone. Sound design by Bobby uh, Aitken. And projection design by John Driscoll. John should have gotten a raise. Um, the West Wait, End... 
What'd you say? John Driscoll, Schmimmerheimer Schmidt. I don't know how that goes. <laughs> His name is my name. Okay, I'm going to stop. It's John Jacob. <laughs> okay, so the West End, uh, when it eventually moved from Manchester to West End, it moved to Piccadilly Theater. Um, and previews began on June 24th of 2011 with the official opening night to gala in July, on July 19th of 2011. So it's funny reviews for the opening night performance were mixed. Although special effects were praised by critics for their, um, ingenuity and skill. However, the production eventually closed October 6th, 2012, which we said before. But while it was still open, it did move to the Broadway. So the musical opened on Broadway at the Lundfontein Theater, which we we did something from there recently. And then also we because we talked about Finding Neverland. I don't remember what the show was. We haven't covered that yet, have we? No, but I th- you know what? I think it was A Christmas Carol was at Lundfontein. Does that sound correct? Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> and I, have to go find, I have to go find my notes. Yeah. Let me know. We'll, we'll follow okay. up on that. And it okay. uh, opened April 23rd of 2012, following previews that had started March 15th. Again, it was directed by Matthew Warchis. So according to one of the leads, uh, the lead who played Molly named Casey, is it, it is Casey Levy is how you pronounce her name. I feel like I've read all the articles about it that now I'm confusing myself. I honestly don't know. I hope so. Are you, She's are Canadian. You doubting, like, it's, like it's Levy or Levy? It, it's spelled L-E-V-Y. And I feel like every time I look at it, I feel like I say it wrong. But kind then I'm, hard. there's a there's a park called Levy Park. I call it Levy. I'm pretty sure it's Levy because I think I've checked it like a bajillion times just to make sure. And that's why I think I'm confusing myself. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, I know I'm I've sure checked it. I don't she'll know. Forget. I don't know. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it's on her Instagram. Anyways, she's from Ooh. Canada. I'm like, that's fun fact about her. Uh, we'll talk more about her in a little bit. So uh, she said, emotional moments in the show have been fine-tuned. A line or two has been changed. A couple songs have been replaced. Some characters have been tweaked. All for the better. So she had been with the production since the beginning. Um, there was a new also, overture. I, what? I note, Christmas Carol was done at uh, Madison, Madison Square Garden. God damn it. Okay, we'll figure out what yeah. it is later. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, okay. So she says all for the better. Everything was tweaked. A new overture was added ball of wax, which is a song, um, had been replaced by a new, but similar song. You got to let go. Um, which I was in the production I watched, but is not in any cast recording. And then the production opened two mixed reviews. It was announced on July 24th, 2012, that Broadway production would close August 18th. Um, after 136 regular performances, so not very many. A national tour uh, for fall 2013 was confirmed at that time. So, let's get to the cast. So, um, there is still only one technical production in uh, that has happened in the States, which was the original Broadway. Um, I don't have the cast for the original tour. Wait, but, what? What? It's only ever been done on Broadway? It's not been done I mean, regionally. No, no, like in the sense of like brought like in is you like U.S. national tour first equity tour. I don't have the cast oh. for that. So the, and there's been no revivals. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I okay. didn't look up subsequent productions. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, I was just like 
nobody else has done this. There's well, like I don't room. know. Do you want to see if the um the rights have been um oh they have been. I just went up to subsequent. I think they have, yeah. But I don't it doesn't look like any nothing notable in the states, honestly. Yeah. So if you want to look up the rights, I don't I don't know if they're available, to be totally honest. Um I know. Yeah, let me know. So the cast: original Manchester, original West End, and original Broadway uh, for the Sam of Sam or for the role of Sam Wheat, who is Patrick Swayze. He is uh, the lover to Molly Jensen, who I'll talk about. That was played by Richard Fleishman. I looked up Richard. Uh, he is a recurring role on The Sandman as Ken, but what I found was he's mostly uh, has British film credits and then music credits. Then we have Molly Jensen is played by uh, Casey Levy. I saw her as Elsa in Frozen on Broadway. She was also uh, replaced by the original Elphaba in Berlin. Uh, or No, shit. Sorry. Scratch that. Sorry. Well, side note here. Ghost, the musical, is available for um, licensing on uh, theatricalrights.com. There's a Ghost the Musical small cast edition and Ghost the Musical school edition. <laughs> but they take out the uh, the iconic scene in all of them. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I you talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Molly Jensen is played by Casey Levy, who I saw as Elsa in Frozen. Um, in other productions like Original Linz, Original Berlin, and Original Hamburg. Uh, the only name I actually recognized was the Berlin production, which was, oh God, I'm going to fuck up her name. Wilhelm Verkake. She was the original Elphaba in the German production of Wicked. Oh, I remember seeing that video of her and I'm like, oh, damn. Girl. Fabulous. Fabulous. And in like one of the uh, anniversary albums of Wicked that you can find on Spotify, she sings Wizard and I, I think, in German. It might be Defying Gravity. No, it's Wizard and I. It's good. Anyways, uh, so we have Molly Jensen, as I said, Casey Levy. We have Carl Bruner. So Carl Bruner is like best friends with Sam and Molly. And in the two English productions of Manchester and West End, it was played by Andrew Langtree. But for Broadway, that role was then played by Bryce Pinkham, who is who I watched. That name is such a Carl name, Bryce. I know. He also looks like Christopher Walken. Ew. Mm Mm-hmm. No, on a young guy, it's, it was, I mean, it worked. Then we have Oda Mae Brown. Oda Mae Brown is a psychic medium. Uh, we'll talk about her more. And that, in both of the UK productions, was played by Sharon D. Clark, but then um, was replaced on Broadway by Divine Joy Randolph. And you know who uh, played it in the movie, right? You know no. who played Oda? Goldie. Uh, Whoopi, sorry. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I didn't do any any movie uh, research. Okay, I know. Okay. <laughs> we, we were talking. I mean, we were talking about about Patrick Swayze in, earlier. I'm just saying. Oda Mae Brown is Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, if you've watched The View. Yes. That's where she? you might have seen Whoopi. Also in uh, uh, Brady's Cinderella. And The Color Purple. And The Color... I don't know. I haven't seen The Color Purple. <laughs> oh, my God, Emily. We have There's to see... There's a lot of things I haven't seen. We've talked about this. Okay, make add it to the list, the color purple, and I assume you haven't seen Ghost of the, the, the movie? No. I've seen it yeah, referenced we, a billion I, times. <laughs> oh yeah, including on Evil Spread. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. 
Um, so Divine Joy Randall. Oh, wait, sorry. Going back to Sharon D. Clark, who played Oda Mae Brown, the psychic medium um, in the UK productions. So Sharon D. Clark was the original killer queen in the musical We Will Rock You, which means I think I saw her. And then Grace, she plays Grace O'Brien in Doctor Who. Um, but Divine Joy Randolph, you might recognize her. Well, I recognize her from the uh, TV show Only Murders in Building. Oh, shit. And she's the she's the cop, right? She's Detective Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I love Only Murders in Building. I do, too. You saw there's another season coming out. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, what's her butt? I don't uh-huh. remember. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yes, thank you. What's her book? Gosh, such a good show. Go watch that. It's on Hulu. Uh, okay, so then there's some other names that are going to be important. We have Willie Lopez, and you will find out who all these people are while we're covering the actual show. Willie Lopez, played by uh, Yvonne D. Freitas in both the UK productions and then was later replaced by Michael Balrama. We have a subway ghost. Uh, we'll have a hospital ghost, Clara and Louise. Um, the Hospital Ghost is the one who will have a big song, and it was originally played by Mark Pierce. Um, and then uh, for West End, it was changed to Mark White, and then eventually on Broadway, Lance Robert. Mark Pierce. I recognize that name. Uh, I yes. I don't know why. I know. I was like sitting here. I'm like, I know that name. Um, he appeared in the West End appearance as Tenardier, and Lame is in the Samhain Theater. Oh, and wait, and who does he play in Ghost? He's the hospital ghost. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. I yeah. cannot wait. He also con- created the role of Uncle Maja- M- Mamaji in the world premiere of Jan Martel's Life of Pi in 2007. Okay. And he went to the school I'm trying to get into. Just say. And what is that school again? Royal Central. A. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, so critical reception. Hmm, there's a lot. So Charles Isherwood, in his review for the Broadway production in the New York Times, called the musical thrill-free singing theme park ride. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> the show relies mostly on elaborate video imagery, modestly uh, inge- ingenious, oh, my gosh, special effects, and the familiar- familiarity of its ectoplasmic romance to entertain. Further, oh he God. believes that the musical has, I know this word, inocock, okay, whatever. It has forgettable songs. I, it's like the, the word that all of the New York Times uh, critics use, I-N-N-O-C-U-O-U-S. How do you say that? Wait, spell it again? E or I-N-N-O-C-U-O-U-S. Innocuous. Innocuous. I was like, I know we've done this word before and I can't remember. I'm also supposed to be wearing my glasses right now and I'm not. <laughs> Took me a second because I wasn't spelling it out. I was just like looking in my brain. I felt like yeah, one of the like, spells. You had to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that word. Okay. The New York Daily News reviewer wrote that <laughs> the gee whiz illusions of spe- a specter seemingly walks through a door, for instance, Lavish light displays and supersized projections are the main attractions of this English import. Without eye-popping tricks, the show offers zip in the way of wonder. The book clunks along. Okay, I can agree with that. 
honestly. Okay, but like, one of, like there's at least one good song in that show. I don't no, know any of the others, but I know one and it's like. I, I agree. Like there are, I, I'll talk about that a little later, but uh, the love story gets, this is his continuing review. The love story gets swamped by numerous scenes and robotic dance numbers about New York's frantic, fast-paced corporate jungle. Some moments seem to exist simply for visuals. Hey, let's use umbrellas. Is literally what that that review said. What an asshole. But don't worry. Don't worry. There was a positive review by talk, TalkinBroadway.com. Woo! What is Talking Broadway? Back. Is it like us? <laughs> yes. Yes, probably. Probably a little bit more famous. I don't know. I haven't heard of it, but I've heard of us. So the librettist, he says this, or they say this, uh, librettist, lyricist Bruce Joel Rubin and composer, lyricist Dave Stewart and Jen Ballard have written one of the finest film to stage adaptations in current memory, uh, which Matthew Warchus, the director, has directed with energy and passion Add in a better than necessary cast led by UK actor Richard Fleishman and uh, Casey Levy, both of whom originated the roles in London. You have an evening that startles with just how good it is, in relative terms at any rate. I'm not willing to go as far as saying that this is a great musical or even objectively a good one, but it's positive. it positively glows by the standard of all this Broadway season's new offerings and the likes of most other recent movie-inspired outings. Mm, How much were they paid for that? I don't know, because I'm just kind of like, this musical reminds me of how I felt about American Idiot. Uh-huh. It was okay. like, you go because of the name. For me, I went because it was Green Day. For this, you go because it's Ghost, and then it's just like... <clears throat> I would not yeah. make this your first musical. No. <laughs> you I'm, see on Broadway. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like wondering who was who was that reviewer sleeping with or getting paid from? The fact like, that it's like, it says we like we need one good review, and the fact that it says like of all of the movie to musical, like I'm I'm gonna run through at least what was on the West End at the same like, time feel, as Ghost. I will disagree with him. Like I think The Color Purple is a fantastic movie to musical much better than something like ghost well of what was like playing on broadway at that time i don't know if color purple was what uh what year was it again 20, 2011 2012 i'm gonna go look it up okay before you do don't say anything because i have awards the original london production so 2012 that's when the award circuit that they were in Lawrence olivier awards they were nominated for best new musical Best Performance in a Supporting Role in a Musical, Sharon D. Clark, who was the, C- the medium. Best Set Design, Rob Howell. Best Lighting Design, Hugh Vanstone. And Best Sound Design, Bobby Aitken. But they won nothing. Here's what was also in that circuit and who won. So in 2012 Lawrence Olivier Awards for Best Musical, they were up against Betty Blue Eyes, London Rhodes, and Shrek, and Matilda. Matilda won. So there were, this is at least West End. There was three movie to music, uh, to musicals. So it was against Shrek and Matilda. And this guy, because I think they all pretty much transferred to Broadway or opposite. The fact of the matter is, I think Shrek was still playing on Broadway. And to be fair, like that was also not a great musical. <laughs> but Matilda's great. I would not put Ghost and Matilda on the same category. No, Chelsea is shaking her head. No, I absolutely would not. 
So then we have original Broadway productions, so they're also 2012. Uh, so for the Tony Awards, they were nominated for Best Performance by a featured actress in a musical, Divine Joy Randolph, which was the same role as um, Sharon D. Clark. Uh, and then, because they do have a bop of a sh- song, so I'm like, makes sense. Best Scenic Design for Tony Awards, Rob Howell, and then I guess John Driscoll was included in that, who was, I believe, Productions or uh, Projections. And then we have Best Lighting Design, Hugh Vanstone, all nominated. If anything, for those projections, I think this was pre, I think there's now a projection uh, category, but John did do a bang-up job on the projections, I will say. Then we had the Drama Desk Award, where they actually did win for Outstanding Set Design. So John at least got something. So it's John Driscoll, Rob Howell, and Pal Kiev was included in that. Drama League Award for Distinguished Production of a Musical. It was nominated. And then Outer Critics Circle, uh, it was nominated for Outstanding features, Featured Actress in a Musical being Divine Joy Randolph and Outstanding Line Design being Hugh Vanstone, who won. And that's all I have for you. And it looks like some of the the other like movie to musicals that were happening around that time were, for Broadway at least, for the Tonys, they were up against, um, oh my gosh, Newsies. Okay. And what was the well? And of course, Matilda was movie to musical. Yeah. So, so yeah, to say to say, uh, oh my god, no, Newsies was not as good as Ghost the Musical is bullshit. Well, he's saying it's just like it's on par with it. He wasn't saying it was better. He just said they were all the same amount of good, which yeah. is I, not. <laughs> oh my god, they were also up against Spider Man. Turn off the dark. I know. I just looked it up. Newsies. Turn off the dark. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. I mean, that's not movie to musicalness. Uh, I mean, it, technically it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, mm. ooh. Guess who's going to be music directing that soon? It's me. Where? Can you tell me? I'll tell you later. Okay, cool. Okay, well, you know what I'm I'm trying to think of how to transition this into patrons. <laughs> you know who is in uh, best featured musical or outstanding musical you know in who my be eyes, featured. best new musical in my uh, eyes, our patrons, our patrons. <laughs> we got and there. That's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, our patrons, we love you, and you will actually be getting this video. I realized, well, Chelsea and I realized that after recording last week, um, the video we kept referencing did not. It recorded, but would not process or load. So it's just an empty file. Um, so I'm so sorry. It was a good one. Uh, oh, once, once the musical was also a film that was also against them, by the way, Chelsea is nodding her head. because She has herself on mute. Um, but okay. Anyways, so sorry about that. I wish we had something for you, but it didn't cause it was good clips and it didn't even save. <sighs> anyways, if you would like to see this video though, which will save fingers crossed, uh, you can see it on patreon.com slash wines and dolls. Uh, if you, what were you going to say, Chels? Just hopefully it saves. For yeah. Sake. We can't have that many issues, right? Ugh, I don't know. We you can we see, tend to have a lot. You can see my music room, y'all. If you if you join the Patreon, you can see my beautiful pinaner over there and my whiteboard and my Broadway posters that are here. There's one up there. Too. You'll see my olive uh, painting my mom made. Yeah. 
So if you would like to see all that, you can join us at patreon.com slash wines and dolls. But if you would like to support us in other ways, you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening to this podcast and press subscribe. And if you are on Apple or Spotify, please scroll down and press the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. Awesome. She just threatened you with her fist. I think her middle finger was like slowly coming up. (laughs) Oh, now it is. Oh, God. That's really gross. I'm not going to watch it. So um, if you would like to join them, you can uh, on (laughs) patreon.com. But then go and do that star thing. If you're a patron, go do that too, please. And we might send you a sticker. Uh, Just send us proof that you sent that review and and DM DM us on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, you can join us on the social medias at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Wines and Dolls. And please submit your listener stories. We still want them. You can send them to winesanddolls at gmail.com. You can even record it and send us a voice recording. Um, You can send a pigeon. And send a snail mail scary, to the opera. <laughs> she said no. Uh, no. I mean, I'm sure if it went to the opera, it would somehow get to us. I'm not going to lie. But if you'd like to just, you know, say nice things to us, you can reach us at winesanddolls at gmail.com or go to our website, winesanddolls.com. Yeah. And uh, with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been Wines and Dolls. Dolls. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-